0: Living in the Light. It is good to celebrate noteworthy events, and this is one of those milestones. You are reading blog number 500. Writing 500 in a row hasn't always been easy or convenient, but sharing a touch of light has been one of the greatest blessings of our lives. This week also marks another long-standing tradition. We just finished, in a renewal retreat, a decades-long event designed to reawaken and re-energize our spiritual commitment. This year's theme, Living in God's Light, covered four pillars of the spiritual path, sadhana, service, self-offering, and attunement. The recorded classes will be available soon. But for the thousands of you around the world who couldn't attend, let me recap a few of the most important points from the three sessions Davy and I did during the week. Day one, sadna. We talked about increasing the light within through sadna, especially meditation. The conscious mind, limited by the senses is ill-equipped to recognize our hidden spiritual nature. The purpose of sadhana is to awaken us in superconsciousness. But to accomplish this, we must withdraw the life force from the body and the senses so that we can see our true reality behind the fringes of a restless mind. Be still and know that I am God. We gave a fun demonstration of magnetism, illustrating that, like our spiritual reality, many forces in nature are hidden from us. Day 2, Seva Paramahansa Yogananda defined his path as a combination of meditation and service. In this class, we discussed 13 different principles of service, From an upcoming book of mine, here are a few that will give you a sense of the subject and something on which to meditate. 1. Seva is a means to dissolve the ego. 2. We are channels for the divine to serve through us. 3. The attitude with which we serve is more important than what we do. 4. Serving with willingness, joy, and enthusiasm increases energy and magnetism. And finally, offer the fruits of service back to the divine from whom they come. Day three, self-offering. People typically pick up this subject from the wrong end. They think about self-offering in terms of things they must give up. Seen this way, Self-offering seems to be self-denial. There's a charming true story about an exchange Yogananda had with a famous Hollywood actor, Herb Jeffries, who was a follower. The actor said, "'Religion keeps telling me you shan't do this and you shan't do that. I'm not interested in what I shan't do. I want to know what I can do.' Yogananda replied, "'Do you smoke?' Yes, the actor said. To his surprise, Yogananda said, You may continue. Next, Master asked, Do you drink alcohol? Yes, I enjoy a good drink, was the reply. Again, Master said, "Do You, you may continue. Then Yogananda asked, Do you enjoy the company of women? Yes, indeed I do. And yet again, You may continue. Herb, relieved but confused, looked at Yogananda curiously. Master concluded, You may do all of these things, but I have to warn you that if you take up my teachings, the desire to do them will fall away. Here, then, is the essence of self-offering. All we can ever offer are limiting desires and attachments, We can no more give God our actual possessions than we can give our bank account to the Son. God will never take anything from us until we willingly offer it to him. But he lovingly awaits the hour when we realize that all those desires, possessions, and attitudes that we cling to so fiercely are the very things that obstruct our true happiness. The goal of life and of all spiritual practice is to dissolve the ego. All God wants from us is our love, which we offer to him through sadhana, service, self-offering, and attunement to the guru. As Yogananda puts it, Those who are immersed in body consciousness are like strangers in a foreign land. Our native country is omnipresence. And the purpose of human life is to find God. That is the only reason for our existence. Job, friends, material interests, these things in themselves mean nothing. They can never provide you with true happiness for the simple reason that none of them in itself is complete. Only God encompasses everything. Each week we end our Sunday service with these words from Swami Kriyananda's Festival of Light. Lord, we offer up the little light that is in us into thy blazing light of infinity. Grant us the grace to know thee and make us ever increasingly pure channels of thy love to all. May we all merge into that infinite light and bliss. In the light, Nayaswami Jyotish. So, my friends, this was an interesting week with the several classes that we gave, but also the milestone of finishing the 500th blog or these weekly essays. It's been going on. Since a little after the passing of Swami Kriananda a few months after his passing, Davy and I were wondering how can we stay in touch with the many followers of Ananda all around the world and We came upon the idea of each week offering a short essay on some spiritual topic, and so it started, and so it has continued now for nearly 10 years. And it's been a great joy writing these blogs. We've touched on so many, many, many different aspects of the path. In fact, our big challenge now, each week is to come up with some topic on which to write. So that too has been a blessing because it has helped us be alert to the fact that we're constantly being given spiritual examples or little lessons. Some thought will come, we'll see something, and then we'll think, well, yes, but there's a spiritual lesson in that. Maybe it's a little child reaching up and grasping the hand of its mother. Well, that's a spiritual lesson right there that we might otherwise ignore, But seeing that, we can think, well, but isn't that what we do? When we're a little insecure, we reach up and grasp the hand of Divine Mother. So we would write a uh, blog on the uh, connection between us and a loving mother. So that's just an example of the process. But it makes us alert during the daily activities of life, for the spiritual lessons that are contained in them. And I would like to suggest to all of you that you try to do the same thing. Stay alert, because life, every day, every day, we're getting some sort of a spiritual lesson, or in fact, many spiritual lessons. Everything in life, if looked at correctly, can be a spiritual lesson. We just have to become aware of it and to uh, make that connection between the small world that we live in and the vast omnipresence of God. God bless you all.